Hello, and welcome to the 77th episode of the iRace We Gamble podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Crum, and I'm joined, as always, by Josh Seimer. Crum, glad to be here. A little bit disappointed with, I think, what the majority of this podcast is going to entail about why we're here. You mean, like, why we're at uh, Bristol when it's covered in dirt? Oh, that's one thing. <laughs> Why NASCAR is changing rules in the middle of the season, that's another thing. Yep. Why we're accepting appeals for teams that continue to break the rules is another thing. Um, this is all just getting ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's been a big news day. We're recording Thursday, April 6th, so... Um, not long after the Hendrick appeals were decided and the colleague appeal was decided, but not in the same way, even though it was about the same part. And even though it sounds like based on what I've heard on like other podcasts and things like that, that colleague gets their parts from Hendrick, but their penalty was worse because the appeal board is completely random and doesn't have any guidance apparently on how the, the appeal board is not random. The appeal board is completely based on where money's coming from. <laughs> So you're saying that if, the, you, if you if you can't realize like if you can't realize that it, like come on Na- NASCAR <laughs> is worried about one thing right now and they're proving it to us right now money 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 where is the money coming from and we don't give a fuck about anything else yeah and and that's unfortunate um, because we want to see a sport that cares about the sport not a sport that cares about just the money um, it sucks really. But they're. I mean, they're just following suit with every other sport across the league right now, right? Lamar Jackson doesn't have a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. Because money, 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 and the ownership and the people on the top are controlling everything. They're colluding with each other. It's. Oh, God. (laughs) Are we. we This is the intro. This is the (laughs) intro. I I need to slow down. Yeah, well, we wanted to we wanted to get it out of the way, but yeah, there's been a lot of issues. Um, you've touched on some of them. I mean, if talking about money in general, we've got the TV deal that they're trying to negotiate, and that having to deal with down ratings. So obviously, they're probably panicking about that. You've got uh, all the NASCAR teams. I don't know if you heard this one. They boycotted a meeting with NASCAR the other day. They're like bi-monthly meeting they have with them to decide how they're going to handle the charter system going forward. They decided, no, we don't actually need to meet with you guys because you're not hearing us out fully. So it's getting kind of crazy right now. I'm a little worried for the sport. I hope it doesn't go down the wrong path, but I could easily see that happening if they don't get their shit together. So, Crumb, serious question for you. Is there any type of collective bargaining agreement in NASCAR that you know of? No, because it's a weird system of you basically have the sanctioning body of NASCAR as a private entity. Um, It used to be the tracks and the promoters were another separate entity, but NASCAR at this point owns the most of the tracks now. So that's they're all under one group. And then you have all the individual team owners, which are their own private entities that basically just have to play by NASCAR's rules that are ever changing and complicated and don't make sense. Yeah. No, I mean, at least they don't change the rules in the middle of the year. So (laughs) they got that going for them, right? Yeah. Well, the appeal process is going to change, I guess, 
to make it it's it's funny because Hendrick gets this big penalty, gets the important part of it taken away, but then immediately gets slapped with two more penalties. And then NASCAR says, Oh, by the way, if you appeal this one, it, it there's a range of what how the appeals can work now. So I, I it's just I hope that they figure out how to deal with all this stuff. Um what what is the title of the interim to the interim? <laughs> the in, the the assistant the interim once removed. Yeah. <laughs> this this is my like, uh, hey hey Jack guy. <laughs> go run this crew, will you? Yeah, it's it's a crew chief in law, and in law only. No, oh, I don't know. What There's a fucking mess. There's lots of stuff going on. If you want to hear more about this, uh, follow us on Twitter at iRaceWeGamble. Josh, if you want to go on a Twitter rant, I fully support you using the handle if you want. <laughs> I probably won't. Okay. <laughs> Mostly based on uh, time restraints. Yeah, that's fair. You got better things to do. But also, I kind of feel like if I did, we would probably bring the following up. That's true. It's true. It's a good way to because get Because I... I would be shocked if there weren't a large number of NASCAR fans who are feeling like I do right now. Oh, yeah. Which is just, like, confused, disappointed, mm-hmm. annoyed, yeah, pissed off. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Sounds about right for the, uh, the Discord communities I'm in that ha- are full of NASCAR fans complaining. I think confused is the biggest adjective for me to use right now. I'm just... I'm just confused. Yeah. They're not making it simple. I'll put it that way. They're not making it simple and they're not making it logical. So if you try to... And their TV ratings are down (laughs) and they're not appealing to the casual fan, which I, I feel... I mean, yeah, we're recording this podcast about NASCAR right now, but I feel like I'm still in the pool of like, I'm on the upper edge of casual fan, but I feel like I'm still in the casual fan base, and NASCAR is just trying to push me away. Yeah, I would I would call it a you're like a educated casual, like you know what's going on, but like you don't take it. I mean, well, no, that would that's not even fair because like you have someone you root for pretty hard. I feel like the casual fan is usually like doesn't quite have that rooting interest yet, right? They're like, "Oh, this is cool, I guess." Like, "Oh, who's winning?" Okay. Yeah, so I would say educated casual suits me well. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> hopefully, we don't have any more interesting news to retweet from Bob or Jeff or whoever is talking about it. You know which ones based on our our uh, Twitter feed if you follow us, but make sure to do that. Uh, at iRace We Gamble, we'll give you last minute advice on who should be in your FanDuel lineup and who you should bet on for the race. So if you uh, if you don't want to hear the news, check it out on Saturdays and Sundays. If you do want to check out the news, look at it all week long. <laughs> should we should we cleanse our palate with some F1, Josh? Uh, how, how cleansed are we going to be? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> at, at least the governing body understands how to govern in a meaningful, consistent, and substantial way, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, 
they uh they many people would argue they botched the 2021 world championship with that final race restart whatever but that's more of a yep. who are you a fan of but the fact that it's a debate never fun um carlos signs was basically in hysterics at the end of this most recent australian race uh gp i should say um because he got a five second penalty for spinning fernando alonso but for the way the rule book is written for them and i don't think they've changed it so far this year is uh <laughs> if there's a caution or a red flag or a, yeah it's a red flag if there's a red flag before they basically finish the first sector of the lap they go back to the order of the cars at the beginning of the lap assuming they can continue so fernando alonso got spun out by signs signs got a five second penalty but alonso still stayed in third so effectively signs and his five second penalty was really bad because at the end of the race they were all bunched up for the restart which they came to a like imagine nascar pace card goes into pit road drivers are accelerating towards the line they're not allowed to pass each other and then that's the end of the race like i don't really understand why you have the end of the race but i don't know basically finished under caution is what happened um after three red flags uh multiple crashes the science penalty it, it was a shit show but science fell out of the points because of that um and it all led to me having basically like a perfect lineup so i was happy for that reason um but the race was crazy um race control didn't need to throw as many red flags as they did there were a ton of just nonsense calls and from that perspective so it, it was crazy but um Scored more points than I did week one using the 3X, so I'm pretty proud of that. I did use the uh, auto uh, DRS token just because I wanted to try it, which I think it uh, used the DRS boost on Perez because he had a huge place differential from starting in the back. Um, so that went well for me. Uh, Josh, you, you had your best week of the season, but you're, uh, you're still trying to catch up to me. That's all right. It's early. I know. I can't even gloat in the early part of the season anymore because of my past trauma losing to you. I'll be the three-time champ at the end of the year. Don't worry. We'll see. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, we will see. <laughs> I've got a good team to start the year, so I just have to not mess with it too much. Uh, Sarah... Well, you will. Yeah, you're right. I'll make some mistake at some point. Uh, Sarah had a... a Mediocre week, only 206 points. Uh, you had 272, and I had 351. Um, but we will uh, not be talking much F1 until the end of April, where they go to uh, Azerbaijan for the Baku City street circuit. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, curious to see if Mercedes brings any upgrades for that race. They looked a lot stronger in Australia as well. Um, Ferrari is kind of really bringing up fourth place in terms of the constructors behind Aston, Mercedes, and Red Bull. So um, Alpine's another team. Maybe watch out for them after the break. I think they looked pretty strong going into it. So some teams to keep an eye on. All right. On to uh, Richmond. Let's just focus on the racing, at least now. Um, I put together a little premature playoff picture, Josh. What jumps out at you? I mean, I haven't updated that with the most recent penalties. So Bowman, I guess, will drop a bit. Um, so he'd be, what, 45 now? 45 above the cut line? But anything jumping out to you about this way-too-early playoff picture? 
Yeah, absolutely. The 24, the 5, and the 48 should not even be considered for the playoffs at this point. <laughs> Cheating oh, too much. shit. We were supposed to keep that out of this conversation. <laughs> um, no, honestly, there's a problem with Hendrick right now. I'm sorry. I can't keep it out of this conversation. There's a problem with Hendrick right now. It needs to be addressed. The hammer needs to drop. I honestly don't care how it drops. But you're now going to the third in command crew chief because of all the infractions that this team has had, but you're allowing them to keep all of their playoff points. It's nonsense. I don't I don't know how to follow it. I'm gonna just say Probably based on skill of driver, it looks pretty decent right now. Um, maybe drop Corey LaJoy out of there in the last spot, move somebody oh. like a Chase Briscoe or a Bubba Wallace in. Yeah, um, I, uh, the cutoff's actually here at uh 17. I don't know why I made them the same color, I just like to confuse you. Uh, you and your graphs that always change. <laughs> Next week it'll be a completely different graph. Oh yeah. Now like you're I... giving me. Now you're giving me pink. What are you pink slips? Are we racing for slips? No, the pink is for the Hendrick cars. Honestly, let's do it. Let's do it at Bristol. <laughs> let's race for fucking pinks. That way, people can drive the Hendrick car if they win. Yeah, <laughs> and Hendricks has to keep putting money into that team. <laughs> the way that they're doing right now but their crew gets to decide what gets done and what doesn't so they get the Hendrix money without <laughs> the Hendrix corruption mm. and then I think you're going to have somebody who's going to be competing to win the championship this year there you go I don't know if anybody can tell at this point but I'm really fucking sick and tired of what's going on in this season right now <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think I think it's coming across. I'm picking up what you're putting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I agree on the the Corey LeJoy kind of like I don't think he's going to be able to really make the playoffs, even though he's close right now. I do like Bubba and Chase Briscoe. Um, Suarez is somebody I expect to move in, but I don't know who I'd drop. Probably Cindric actually. Cindric's somebody who's barely clinging on, and that. Other than the road courses, which if you get the win at a road course, then maybe. But yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, Ty uh, Gibbs does seem to be coming into his own a little bit, as much as I hate to say that. Yeah, he's been he, impressing me the last few races. He's not making waves either. He's doing the fly under the radar. Don't don't be the whiny little kid that you've been in the Xfinity series all this time, which is smart. He needs to kind of go through that maturing process and not get himself involved in all kinds of shit the way we see yeah. and it, it's curious that like maybe he's with a professional outlet right now with uh joe gibbs and you know not one of the hendrix cronies <laughs> true um, well, there's only one, one Hendrick driver or no, sorry. There were two Hendrick drivers. Cause I forgot about Josh Berry. <laughs> I was like, why are we talking about three of them? All right. Chase Elliott's not driving. 
It's it's probably it's funny because I think Chase Elliott's like the least hated Hendrick driver right now, or Hend- Hendrick employee maybe. Which is I mean, I, he's still the worm, but it's hard to it's hard to throw him under the umbrella of the hatred that I'm giving this team right now. I'm a little bit conflicted with that, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, Weird. I still think he's making the playoffs because once he gets back behind the wheel, he's going to win a race. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I I agree with that. Uh, But yeah, uh, Larson and Barry are your ideal lineup drivers. Byron would have been in there, but Bell spun him out um, on the last restart and then blamed Ross because everyone was blaming Ross Chastain for everything lately. I don't know if you saw some of the Twitter memes going around of thanks Ross. And it was just like, it showed uh, when Matt Kenseth intentionally wrecked Joey Logano, somebody photoshopped Ross Chastain's car in there. Uh, the fight it like the first televised Daytona 500. There's a, somebody photoshopped Ross with a watermelon over his head. Like he was starting the fight with it. <laughs> it was good stuff. Good stuff. From so Kyle. I'm just rooting for the new Kyle Busch. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he's he's I'll a lot more humble though. He's a lot more humble. He, he's a lowly watermelon farmer, not some kid from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Ch- Chastain made the ideal lineup, and so did uh, the thirty-four who we talked about. I think he was in, was he in guys we missed both times. No, you you drafted him in uh, pre qualifying. Actually, that was a good call. Yep. I did. He had a really good uh, fantasy track record at Richmond. Um, unfortunately, I steered away from it when we did our post-qualifying draft. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's just, you know, the way it goes. He didn't have a... I don't think he had a great starting position in terms of, like, place differential, right? Yeah, he only gained nine spots, finishing sixth, which I think is far outdoing his expectation. Although it was some pit strategy from him. He was him and Josh Berry were both running probably like fifteen to sixteenth area. Um and then they uh didn't pit and then the caution came out for I can't remember what the late race caution that started at all. Do you remember what it was for Richmond? Oh I do not. I just remember there was a caution Truex was out of tires, so they yeah, on- but they they caught it like two or three laps before they absolutely had to make their pit stop. Right. Well, anyways, it caused the whole chain reaction of the thirty-four and the nine being able to get fresh tires and be up front. Um, and Denny Hamlin, who I thought was going to win you some money uh, with your bets this week, unfortunately, just shot himself in the foot over and over again. So did his team. Team had a pit stop issue. He had he sped on pit road, um, so he didn't get the finish he should have. And he he admitted to it on his podcast. He even said like, "Yeah, I, I sucked this week, basically." So good for him, at least taking ownership of it. Um, but it meant that our lineups really didn't didn't work for us. Kyle Busch was a big disappointment for me. I was hoping he'd be stronger. Same with uh, Austin Dillon. The RCR picks really didn't work out that great. Um, but our guys we missed lineups were good, especially after qualifying. We had uh, what, what was it that we had uh, win it win for you because you put in all the guys we missed lineups, right? 
34, and they were all in the ideal lineup. Yep. And then the 45 and the 48, who were fine, didn't quite make the ideal lineup. But um, who was it that we were thinking about? Ta- Actually, yeah, we were debating taking out the 34, right? I think so. I think we talked about... Um, it was oh. a Ford to a Ford. Yeah. Was it... Yeah, Chevy, Toyota, Ford, Chevy, Chevy. Could it have been Brad? Yeah, it could have been Kozlowski or Busher. Yeah, Busher um, was the... But you were like, no, if you want the share of the Fords in there, then let's stick with the 34. And I said, perfect, because I like the 34. <laughs> it was a good call. Worked out for us. Um, so yeah, a little bit of winnings there, but with the 19 getting screwed over on tires, the 11 with bad pit stops, the RCR cars not doing as well. Harvick was actually a really good, like had a great day, finished well, but his price point just put him outside of being able to be a quality pick because there were a lot of other picks that you could have had for cheaper and that would have made you a better lineup. Um, so Harvick scored, I think, top 10 uh, uh, points, but he didn't. He wasn't like a top ten lineup guy. So, interesting note on him. Um, your other good buy low candidates, because we didn't really hit that with the three and the seventeen, were uh, Brad Kozlowski, who we mentioned, Eric Almirola, and then Ty Gibbs getting another solid top ten. To your point earlier about his sort of finding his way right now in the season. I think it's three in a row right now for him. And the last three races have been a road course, a short track, and where were we before that? Uh, Atlanta. So a super speedway. So that's a really good mix. Yeah. Um, I think I think he's coming into his own. Definitely for me right now, he's Put himself significantly ahead of Gragson for rookie of the year for sure. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um you could argue better equipment, yada yada, but I don't I I, I would not sleep on Ty Gibbs. No. Right yeah. now. On as much as I think he's bordering Chase Elliott levels. Of Wormhood, um, <laughs> I I wouldn't sleep on him right now. Honestly, I mean that's yeah. three completely different races, three in a row, top tens. Keep an eye on him. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I I agree with that. I think um I think we should mention a couple other drivers that are kind of trending up or trending down. But I do want to preface what we're saying about these drivers with I don't necessarily think everything we're saying will translate to Bristol Dirt. I know we just gave credit to Ty Gibbs for what he's been able to do on a variety of tracks, but dirt racing is just not at all like anything else. Um, Someone actually made the point, and this is a bit of a tangent, but someone made the point on a podcast of like, why is this a points paying race? The pit crews don't even get to like do normal pit stops. Like there is in, in terms of like race day, like trying to win the race, the pit crew basically has no input on that because they're not doing live pit stops. They're not like, you know, it's not like, Oh, get a quick pit stop in. That's not what they do for the dirt race. So they're kind of like eliminating that entire component. 
It'd be like if you had a regular season NFL game where you're like, well, we're not going to do special teams this week. It's like, what? Yeah. Um, it's interesting you say that because that is a big deal to me. But you know what the bigger deal to me is? And this is the third time I'm saying it, and I hope it is a charm. <laughs> Why the fuck are we putting dirt on Bristol? Yep. Third time should be the last time. <laughs> like, there are great dirt tracks in this country. Yep. And Bristol's Just a great track. It it's not a dirt schedule. track. <laughs> Have a Bristol day. Have a Bristol night. Have an Eldora. Take out. Do we have two Texases this year? Not anymore, no. You could probably take out a Vegas, though. Take out a Vegas? Yeah. But you know why they won't take out a Vegas? Money? Yeah. (laughs) You you know what? If they didn't take... It costs a lot of money to cover Bristol and dirt. If they just save that money (laughs) and use it (laughs) elsewhere, maybe they could figure out something. I don't know. (sighs) It's bold prediction time. <laughs> Hendrix is going to win their appeal. <laughs> but how many points will they get back? All of them or most of them? Most of them. No, they don't. Uh, no, I'm going to say all of them because I think they only got five playoff points this time. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to say they're not going to split it. They're not going to go two or three because uh, we're siding with one or the other. <laughs> No, they're going to get them all back. Yeah. Margaret Downey, right. episode 77 of the iRace We Gamble <laughs> podcast. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow up on this story each week. Don't worry. <laughs> if, if it gets worse, we'll talk about it. If it gets better, we'll be happy and still talk about it. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to cover, uh, like I said, some guys that I think are trending down and some guys that I think are trending up. Um, you can tell me if you kind of just snap judgment agree disagree but in terms of trending down at least right now i think uh two of austin cendrick agree okay uh 99 of suarez disagree okay fair not enough races i think that i think i think the team's enough were too early on in the season he's he's been up there in a lot of races and a lot of a lot of uh, almost like Bubba Wallace ish. Yeah. Like a lot of unlucky, a lot of unfortunate. Maybe potentially, maybe he's racing too hard, though. Maybe yeah. he's trying to be a little bit too much Chastain, but he doesn't have the, you know, the gumption behind, like, at, just like, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to race. So I actually retract my disagree and say abstain. <laughs> okay, neutral. Um, Eric Almarola, although he might have already... I don't know if he's trending down. I would say he's just having a little bit of a disappointing season, maybe. Yeah, uh, he's right where I thought he would be. Okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Busher, especially after this week. Up or down? Down. I uh, disagree. 
Okay. I had just a, a bad week. I The whole RFK thing, I think you just got to pick the right track for them. Okay. And one more down. Last one I have. Uh, Stenhouse. Oh, I absolutely agree. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to go from winning the Daytona 500 to not being that great. Yeah, and I was I was high on him this past week. He what he finished a fifteen laps down. Um, yeah, disagree uh, or agree that he's trending down. Yep, big time. Um, okay, and then uh, trending up. Uh, I would say besides Hendrick, um, <laughs> uh, Ty Gibbs, who we've already talked about. Uh, definitely think that he's trending up. I think Chase Briscoe's trending up. He started off really bad, but I think he's he had a good performance uh, this past week, or at least a reasonable one, getting a 12th. You think he's on the rise? Get... I think he's doing better now. I think Stuart Haas in general is doing better. Um, I think Almirola is where he's going to be, but I think Briscoe is moving back into that. I'm the number two store Haas driver. Um, and obviously, you know, we're going to Bristol dirt. Yeah. He's got that background. We saw him almost make that slide job last year, two years ago, last year on Reddit. Last, last year, last year on Reddick, which gave Logano the win. No, 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 no. That was, um, so Logano winning was two years ago. Kyle Busch winning was last year when they wrecked each other. Uh, you're, you're mixing your years, but I get you. They're all COVID years, so they all blend together and become one. Yep. Uh, 2020 to 2022, all just one year. So uh-huh. I believe I'm still right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how um, COVID works, right? Or do I just yeah. have COVID brain? I don't know anymore. I can't tell oh, if I'm shit. aging and my brain is deteriorating or I just like <laughs> don't understand the world. Yeah, it's confusing. But uh, or, like that. exponentially years become shorter for us now. Yeah, I've always thought that was really interesting that like a year when you're three is a quarter of your life and a year when you're 30 is a 30th of your life. Like, it's yeah. really bizarre. <laughs> That's why it seems like time speeds up. Yeah. Did did we just like figure out a bunch of like science shit right now? Probably. No, 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 no. No, people have already figured that out. You don't you don't think scientists should study we're, the podcast? We're just the parrots. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, yeah, it works for me. All right, who else is trending up? Uh, last one, the guy we just mentioned, Reddick. I think it's easy because he won two weeks ago and he's just probably found his groove, obviously going to a track where I think he can do well, like we said about Briscoe. We agree? I'm going to say disagree because I Ooh. don't think that he can trend up any higher than he is right now. I think he's in in the top tier of drivers right now. Let me, let me rephrase. I, when I'm talking about trending up, I mean that they are they have trended up. Like, if I look at the last five races, I would say that they're heading in the right direction. I would continue to disagree and say that I already had him in the... 
I already had him in the top tier of drivers. All right. <laughs> he had a rough start to the year, but we'll 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 take that. That's he fine. did he did have a rough start to the year. I will agree with that. All right. Um, but I think he's right back to where he should be in my mind. Right. So I guess the, the best way to characterize what you're saying is like he's meeting your expectations. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, mentioned All right, it already. So have you got enough input on how I'm feeling about drivers to beat me in another draft? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, hey, I was giving my opinion first, so you got to just agree or disagree. Oh, um, I didn't realize you were giving your opinion. Otherwise, I would have given you all false answers. <laughs> well, and I also said... I thought I was getting baited. Also, I said that none of this necessarily applies to a dirt race. <laughs> this is all kind of what we think about what they've done lately. Absolutely none of this applies to a dirt race. <laughs> all right. Well, the dirt race that we have been mentioning at Bristol, unfortunately, is 250 laps, three stages, as usual. 75 laps, 75 laps, and then 100 laps at the end. Um, we'll probably the get to pits know. don't matter. That's right. They don't. They just, you go into the pits, take your time, change some tires, hang out, have a beer. Probably not that, but um, yeah, no pit stops. Kind of weird. Uh, whatever. Um, they do have the qualifying races on Saturday that are kind of entertaining, but, uh, those are going to be around the time that we are heading out for Sarah's birthday. So happy early birthday to Sarah as we record, uh, looking forward to hanging out with you and some other friends out on the town, if you will. Happy birthday, Sarah. I assume you're listening to this on Saturday <laughs> Good call. with your morning coffee and dog walk. <laughs> <laughs> we know how you do it. Um, but yeah, qualifying races and then, uh, the race on Sunday. So I think, um, it's always interesting with this sort of qualifying because you're getting a preview of the race, uh, similar to like the Coliseum. So whoever qualifies well is probably going to do well. So you're probably going to be picking towards the front. Uh, you, maybe you get somebody with good place differential that had a bad qualifying race, but that's going to be tricky to figure out. So again, follow us on Twitter at iRaceWeGamble. Sunday morning, because I'm definitely not doing anything Saturday night in terms of Twitter. Sunday morning, we'll tweet out, you know, what we think, uh, have a little, another little draft with the qualifying order set and see where we come out. But we have to qualify, or fuck. We have to draft before they qualify. <laughs> we don't qualify, Josh. That's not our job. Are you um, no, it is not. But our job is to tell the listeners that the guys that we're going to talk about now are going to be the guys that we really like, despite how qualifying goes. So if you see one of the 15 names that we talk about right now, and they do qualify poorly, you should really, really consider those people in your lineups going forward into the race. Definitely. And I think that goes even more so for whoever we like lock in and buy low the, the good value play and the good lock in, lock it in for the weekend plays are probably something we're not going to change based on qualifying either. So we'll see though. Yeah. Uh, and you want me to start this off and make you really happy? I, I don't know if you're going to make me happy. I'm super curious who your first pick is going to be. Cause it could be a lot of different. I people. think I'm going to make you really, really, really fucking happy. Okay. 
I really do. Like I'm not I'm not being I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm being completely serious. Twenty two lock. Lock? I'm not happy at all. That's my lock. God damn it. I would thought for sure you didn't have him on your radar at all. No, no. I, I was hoping you wouldn't because you would think I wouldn't. I I was really hoping for the reverse psychology to work for me, but it did not. <laughs> Oh, finally, the first pick works. <laughs> it did pay off, yeah. Can you? I mean, for me, I saw him as a lock because he's twelve thousand. Is that kind of where your head was at too, or? No, I saw him as a lock because he's always going to be running up in the top five, and some bullshit's going to happen in front of him, <laughs> which is why I think I know where you're going to revert your lock to, which also allows you to only have one pick at this turn right now, which is what I want. Okay, interesting. So take your eight. That's not what I'm going to do. Um, I mean, you can leave him for me. That's fine with me as well. I might. We'll see. Uh, I think I'm going to go with my buy low to start. Um, this is tricky. Oh, I was just scrolling prices because I'm looking at it for the first time right now. And I was like, if this driver is in a buy low position, I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's not. Okay. Interesting. Um, I am going to go with... The thirteen of Jonathan Davenport is my buy low for six thousand. Damn it! God (laughs) damn it! Give me the dirt ringer. Oh, we have both hit each other. This is good. This is good. It it means these are the right picks. Give you that much. That was my buy low. Yep. All right, we're doing it right. There's (laughs) only one reason he's running here. Yep. Because he knows how to race on dirt. There's only one reason why he's priced higher than McDowell, Sindrick, Brees, <laughs> Almendinger, Eric Jones, Corey LaJoy, Eric Almarola. Like, ah, damn you. Yeah. Now take your eight and let's get on with it. I don't think I'm going to take the eight. I think I'm going to take my lock of the 45. All right, I like that one. I like that one too. That's what I like to hear. I yeah. tried to bait you. I, I I don't mind Kyle Busch, but he's definitely not a lock for me this week. He isn't necessarily. I mean, he, his what would have been a third place finish for him last year was good. Um, he managed to get the win because of the people in front of him, which is fine. But he didn't do well here the first year they came here. I feel like dirt racing isn't necessarily his strong suit. Um, I'm sure he'll do fine. Like I expect a top ten out of him, no problem. But I just I don't see him as the guy running up front leading laps. So um, I'm gonna go with Reddick, who probably should have won this race last year. All right, that's fair. Well, you managed to take two from me when I took one from you. All right. Where do I go now? Um, all right, I'm gonna 
Mm. You know, what? only because it saves me a thousand dollars, I'm gonna buy low on the fifty-four Ty Gibbs. Nice. Let's just see if he can go four for four, right? Yeah, hit for, hit for the cycle on every kind of track. That'd be pretty impressive. Super speedway, road course, short track, dirt track, four for four top tens. Yeah, and you know what? I'm actually going to go on to FanDuel while you're taking your next two picks, and I'm going to see what he is right now for a top ten finish, and I might hammer it a little bit. Nice. Um, and then I am going to get into one of the cars with a very, very big advantage going into this race, and I'm going to take the five of Kyle Larson because they will cheat to win. And you know what? <laughs> Once the race is official, FanDuel doesn't give a flying fuck what they did to their cars in That's order to win. Point. That's a really good So point. I'm going to get on to Hendrix as much as I fucking can right now, and I'm going to take the one that they... I'm going to take the best Hendrix driver and just throw him into the lineup. Let's go. Yeah. Can't, can't say anything bad about that. Um, I mean, you can say a lot bad about it. I'm well, taking okay, a car yeah. that's on a team that's clearly cheating multiple races this year, but not being penalized for it. True. I can't say that the pick is a bad pick. So I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I'll just throw a couple Benjis under the table and say, yeah, don't worry about it, buddy. Yep. Uh, so with my next pick, uh, I'm going to go with the guy with the third best driver average rating here, Ryan Newman. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> fifth overall in average driver rating and fifth overall in average finish, however, is Daniel Suarez. Uh, and he is only 9,000, so doesn't quite qualify for buy low, but I do like him quite a bit. Um, it's a great pick, he's run well here. He's affords me enough budget so that I have 11,000 per driver left over, which means I can afford to take the other big dirt racer who you left on the board and Christopher Bell. I don't. It's just kind of a default pick, honestly, because I know he's good at dirt racing. If he doesn't look strong in the qualifying races, I might fade him. But um, yeah, Chris Rebell makes it easy. That gives me 8,500 left over. So basically, Truex, Bowman, Kozlowski, Busher, Stenhouse, those are the drivers in my price range if I want to go max out my budget uh, on my final turn. So give me the 99 and the 20 for the dirt track. You got uh, odds on Ty Gibbs over there yet? I do. Plus 380. I'm throwing a full unit on it. Plus 380 for, oh, a top 10? For a top 10. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I, at first, I was like, for a win? That makes no sense. But yeah, top 10, that's great. Great value. Yeah, I'm throwing an entire full unit on that. I like it a lot. I might do the same. I will bet on the four-peat happening. <laughs> the top ten four-peat. It's a mouthful. All right, so do I want to handcuff myself with budget or driver here is my question. Well, these are your last two picks, right? Uh, oh, 
Yeah, my last two. So I'm going to handcuff myself on budget a little bit. I'm going to take Briscoe. I like it. He's a dirt guy. He's a bold guy. Um, he He's kind of like the make or break driver in the lineup. He's either going to make the lineup by winning the entire thing or he's going to completely fuck me over by wrecking Ty Gibbs out of first. <laughs> And I'm going to get, like, ten and a half points from both of them. Uh, While Joey Logano and Larson finish 1-2, and it's not going to matter. Yep, yep, that all checks out. Um, it, it, it's a bold move. Honestly, Briscoe, he's, he's top three dirt drivers in this field. I think it's hard to say no to that. Yeah. Um, but but he's risky, and he showed us that he's risky in the past. Oh, yeah. He's real good at wrecking. <laughs> Either himself or others. Oh, God. This lineup makes me really... I've, my feet are in grave danger. Am I supposed to know what that means? <laughs> I'm I'm taking his teammate. Oh. The 41 Orion Priest. You didn't pick him last week and he did great. I know. (laughs) All right, so you guys have 14 drivers to choose from this week. (laughs) Yeah. Josh has put his his hat on Ryan Priest, which means I'm... I gotta one like, of these weeks I'm gonna get him right. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta pick him the next like ten weeks. And then the eleventh week you don't pick him, and I put a lot of money on him to get a top ten. <laughs> and I split it with you. <laughs> Deal. I'll <Okay>. double. <laughs> yeah. Put him All on. Alright, so that rounds out my lineup. 22 of Logano, 54 of Gibbs, 5 of Larson, 14 of Briscoe, 41 of Ryan Priest. I like it quite a bit, um, aside from Ryan Priest. Do you actually? Yeah, aside from Ryan Priest. (laughs) But that's because you picked him, so there's no world in which you could pick him and I could like it. It's just not allowed. Um, I mean, Davenport would have fit in there. I'm sure that Anyone listening to us would make that swap in a hot second. You jerk. <laughs> All right. I still have to round this line about. Um, I was tempted to take uh, Michael McDowell because he has a really good average finish here, but his driver average is really bad. So I feel like he's maybe lucked into his finishes here in the past. I don't know if I want to really go all in with that. Um. I do like Truex. He did win that like truck race and he had a good race here, but his average finish is 20th. So that shows you may not get the finish, but Christopher Bell's average finish is 20 and a half. So it, you can't completely rely on it. Small data set. Um, Truex Ooh. also has 120 lap sled. I like somebody underneath that 19 a lot for your lineup. Well, if I was going by your logic, I'd say Bowman, because he's got the, the Hendrick power, as in the Hendrick cheaters. 
Um, uh, you don't have your Hendrix chair yet, but that is not the guy I was looking at. I don't see anyone that's like dirt specific. Maybe Stenhouse? Oh, I'm not giving you anything now. I'm just going to pick Stenhouse then. I think he's a dirt guy to a degree. Not he, I mean, not in the same level of success as like Larson, but um, still very familiar. I feel like he's run decent here. Let me actually, yeah, he's uh, near the top 10 in driver average. Um, average finish isn't great, yeah. but again, small sample size. Is that who you mm -hmm. had your eye on or no? No, just very curious that you would uh, pick a guy that you thought was trending down. Again, does not, draft. does not. Curious. Mean. Curious. Very, very curious. We all but, see what Crumb's doing here. If right? he was racing on asphalt, I'd bait him. <laughs> Crumb's just trying to bait me into lineups now because he hasn't beat me yet since the podcast has started. That's not true at all. Oh, wait. Oh. Uh, you have beat me on pre-qualifying quite a bit, but not mm -hmm. post-qualifying. I beat you last week in post-qualifying. No, the guy I'm looking at is uh, Harvick. I'm at season long. Oh, okay. I got you. Fine. So you gotta, you know, you gotta get your buffer up like you usually do. Yep. Only to have it deteriorate. So you like Harvick on the dirt, though? See, this is so. I have the exact opposite feelings uh, about these two drivers. If it was any other track, I would love Harvick over Stenhouse. But because it's dirt, I'm flipping it. Yeah, and FanDuel agrees with you, which is why they have Stenhouse at 7,500 and Harvick at 7,200. I just think Harvick is a smart enough driver, a good enough driver, in his last season. He's, you know, he's got a lot there. Yeah. It's a little bit narrative street, and I usually like to steer away from narrative street, but I don't know. I've, Harvick's going to be the first guy I put in the guys we miss. Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to ask. So we're starting with the four. We're starting with the four, but run down your draft lineup first. Yeah, okay. So my draft rounded out. Uh, I've got the 13 of Davenport as the one-off. I got the 45 of Reddick, who should have won last year. I've got the 99 of Suarez, the 20 of Bell, and the 47 of Stenhouse. Yeah, so you and, you and I, all right, so here's my thing right off the bat. Take Priest out of my lineup and put Davenport in. Yep. Take Davenport out of yours. and. Uh, you trying to stick me with whoever? <laughs> no, I was just seeing if Harvick fit in, but he doesn't by $200. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I would I would say if you're going to swap anyone out of my lineup, I would probably swap out a guy like uh, Suarez, maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. hate Suarez, though. I don't either. It's just he provides you with more options in that lineup if you like four out of the five. Um, but yeah, so guys All who right. missed, I, four, I think the eight's a valid pick. He's not that expensive at 11.5. So we could get our homer picks in there for a low price of, what is that, 18.7K? 
I think we gotta put the twenty four in. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And do the forty eight and the nine work so we can just go full cheater? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm actually gonna look though. Um It does fit. <laughs> Jesus. Of course it does. I uh, I have a hard time hitting that lineup. Do you have any um, interest in Chastain this week? I, we haven't said his name at all. I mean, you have interest in Suarez, mm-hmm. which means I should have interest in Chastain because Chastain's the better driver. I would agree. But does the dirt does the dirt mess things up? We also haven't said Denny Hamlin's name yet. You did mention Truex and Bowman. Are we staying away from the RFK guys? Busher's not terrible. No, he's he's decent here. I'm trying to look for how Ross did in this race last year. And um, Blaney, like, are we just completely ignoring Blaney? I am. <laughs> he actually has a good fit, average finish here of six and a half. So that's that's a name that's definitely. Yeah. Amazing. I think you and I are just so sour on Blaney right now. On driver averages, he's the third highest rating here. And on racing reference, he is fifth. Yeah. So maybe maybe Blaney's the guy, the Ford, or we already have Harvick, but maybe he's the guy that we should add that we're not thinking about. All right, let's throw him in temporarily right now, and that's going to leave us with 8,300. Yep. Which means... Yeah, Bowman, Kozlowski, Busher. I'm okay with Bowman, honestly. Yeah, me too. He's been pretty consistent. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't hate how this lineup shapes out. Two Hendrick. Blaney, who's the blind spot, and then in two homer picks that I think are good picks, mm-hmm. not just homer picks. Yeah, no Toyotas in this one. No, and if, if you wanted to get another Toyota, I would say 19. But um, to your point, we didn't really talk about Denny, but he hasn't had that great of success here really low driver average 76.8 and average finish 19th ross by the way average finish of 34th so that's why we're steering clear of ross this week yeah if, if you wanted to get a toyota in there you could flip blaney out for truex yeah i like that i like that idea i like blaney in here though yeah i, I it feels like the kind of guy that we wouldn't have pick, but they would do well. Because there's usually one or two guys that aren't in the list of 15 that end up showing out. Um, and I think I think Blaney is kind of that guy that I... Like, if we hadn't looked at stats or anything, I'd say give me the 19 over the 12. But with the stats and everything back in the up, I actually don't mind the 12 here. So... Obviously, also... I also, I also just want to throw this out here. Don't sleep on the 7. Yeah. He's he's been around every single race. There's a reason why he's in the right knocking on the door of the playoffs. Maybe he's back in after the Hendricks yeah. penalty that has just been assessed that will be completely taken off the board in three days. 
Um, but he's been around all of the races, honestly. I mean, he gets a bump from Atlanta, but he's going to get a bump from Atlanta every time. He's going to get another Atlanta race that's going to give him a bump. Yeah. I think basically what we're saying here is it's a shit show. Yeah, it usually is. I'm just how many laps until we get single file restarts? <laughs> yeah. But we've given you roughly 20 names here and take those 20 and you know, if you're if you're using a you know, a simulation tool to build your lineups and do a multi-entry tournaments or anything like that, make it so that only these 20 names are eligible and have them build out your lineups through that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, the way this season's going, like, I don't know, man. Noah Dragson for 3500 doesn't seem terrible. No. And uh, I'll, I'll put together a real quick lineup with him in it just to give you some spicy takes. All right, you ready for this? You can have Born ready. Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Jonathan Davenport, and Noah Gregson. The top three most expensive so, guys. Dirt the, guy, dirt guy, dirt guy, dirt guy. And Gregson. And Gregson. Yeah. Don't hate that. I'm I'm actually gonna put that line up. In, in fact, right. playing it right now. <laughs> yep. Just click the enter button. So that's my official tournament lineup. Although, yeah, no, that has my that has my lock and my buy loan in it. So yeah, that's actually a great tournament lineup. I love it. Actually, you know what? I'm throwing that into the nine bills. <laughs> I'm going right into the intimidator with it. Make it happen. Larson Bell Reddick. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> Davenport and Gregson. Oh, wow. It fits to the dollar. Yes. It is exactly 50K. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go out on them and say, uh, don't, don't bet that. Because <laughs> I'd like me to be the only lineup with it in there and win 10K for myself. Yeah. Yeah, no one else should do that lineup. <laughs> <laughs> just us. I'll, I'll, but I like I'll it edit quite a bit. Just put beeps over the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crumb, bleep that out. I just said something inappropriate. <laughs> bleep it the right. fuck out. <laughs> good one. Good one. Because we definitely don't swear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes it's tough being a dad, you know? Yeah, it's a real struggle. You're obligated to make these jokes. Yep. All right, are we going to actually go racing on Sunday night? I, I saw some worrying weather reports early in the week. So I'm looking right now, I'm going to do a quick refresh just to make sure I have the most up-to-date guess that they have. Um, we got rain coming in Friday. Lots of it. Half an inch. Probably not a bad thing for a Sunday race. 
Um, morning showers on Saturday, but Sunday we're looking 64 and sunny with a 5% chance of rain. So I, th- wow. I actually think that leads to a well-conditioned track. It sounds like it might actually Saturday be afternoon qualifying. Yeah. And there's a, there's a waning Sunday get Sunday race. It dries out slowly. Now, why are you looking at the details of the report? Who gives a fuck about what the moon's doing? Are you yeah, aware you know of it? Show, you know they're going to show a shot of the moon. Are you a goddamn werewolf? <laughs> Moonset, is it not? Oh, I'm, I'm only half a month away from coming back out to the world. No, I am, I am not Professor Lupin. No. <laughs> oh, I like it. Harry Potter. Yeah. Been watching a lot. Did you see the rumors? No, I don't think so. Uh, J.K. Rowling's show running an HBO Harry Potter television series. Each season covers a book. Jesus. I would love to see every book put into an eight episode, basically an eight hour movie so that we yeah. can actually like, you know, uh, Dobby could give the gillyweed to Harry so that he could complete the second task. <laughs> you know, that would be great, you know, for me. Spoilers. As somebody... <laughs> Come bleep that the fuck out. <laughs> Spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the Harry Potter series. Uh... You're probably not listening to this podcast anyway, so I think... It's time for you to cue us out and us to shut the fuck up. All right. I'll bleep that too. It's a wine. <laughs> fuck. I'm just going <laughs> to. I'm going to name the podcast Bleep That. I, think it's I love that. All right. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week. <laughs>